Girls on Film has had a great run in Cancun, but it's almost time to take the midnight train back to you-know-where. Only it'll be more like a red-eye for the budget-friendly film fans. Today on the show, two amazing legal friends of GOF stop by as the girls hold court by the beautiful Caribbean Sea. Daryl Cohen has been an Atlanta legal icon for decades and is one of the founding fathers of the Atlanta chapter of NATIS, the National Academy of Television, Arts, and Sciences. Scott Kennelly of Kennelly Kumar makes his bones in the entrepreneurship and entertainment end of the legal profession, in addition to sharing his knowledge by teaching rising entertainment hopefuls at Georgia State. To paraphrase Jackson Brown, these are Lawyers We Love, coming up on Girls on Film. This is Sarah with Girls on Film. I'm here with a very, very, very good friend, Mr. Daryl Cohen. We are at the North American Law Summit in Cancun, Mexico, 2019, and the sun is out. It's a miracle. It is a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) We've been here for two days in the rain, but it's still beautiful. No matter what, Cancun is beautiful. I'm not complaining. Well, you're you're just explaining. Okay, explaining, not complaining. But you've been working on this conference, very involved, a leader of it for many years. And I really wanted to ask you, who's here? Who should come to this conference? And what do you accomplish? Well, who's here? We have some of the best known and best entertainment lawyers throughout the country, intellectual property lawyers from throughout the country and sports lawyers from throughout the country. We also have a gentleman who's an entertainment lawyer from China. We had someone else who was coming from Taiwan, but unfortunately he forgot to request a visa until too late, so he's not here. Now, why should you be here? Number one, why are we here? We're offshore to keep everybody together. And this, this is sort of an outgrowth. When I started this, I used to go to New York for PLI conferences, which were very expensive. And if Sarah Smith, as an example, was a speaker, when she finished and what she said resonated with me, I thought, okay, I'm going to go talk to her for a moment. And I would look for her, look for her, couldn't find her, ask the conference people who were working there. And I said, where's Sarah? Oh, she had to go back to her office. Or she had to go here. She had to go there. I thought we could do something better, less expensive, and so much better. And so we decided we would go offshore where we would keep everybody together to a wonderful location, hopefully with a little bit, not a lot of rain, but we've had more than our share this year. Certainly there's no drought. And then we could put everyone together. And when I resonated with Sarah Smith, I could then go after it was over to the pool or to the ocean. We could have a drink with a nice umbrella on it. And we could discuss whatever it is that resonated with me and I would learn more. Right. So it's a very big networking conference. Yeah. It's it's an amazing networking conference because you also, you plan things so well and you have 
events in the evening that are short and sweet but fun and you know people keep running into each other uh, I've been here for two days and I'm making friends and I'm so glad that I came we're delighted you're here first of all second of all that's what this is about right we call ourselves a big family yep. because many of us don't see each other from day to day maybe only year to year and sometimes it's every other year but they're from california they're from kentucky they're from tennessee from new york from florida and a big big contingent from atlanta and it makes it a family and so when somebody does something well we're so grateful and we're so proud when something bad happens we're sad but we all do it together yeah and, and it's really and important the other night when you were talking about um Jay Rosenthal. Yep. Um, that was very moving. And I would love for you to tell listeners just a tiny, tiny bit about him so people will, people will hear this and people will know. Well, I have a bad habit of when I am involved with something and it's good or bad, I'll cry a little bit. And That's so okay. my, my youngest daughter will say, Dad, don't cry. And I'll say, Well, honey, it's out of love, it's out of emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And Jay was a brilliant, brilliant lawyer and a great guy. The last time I saw him, we were both speaking at the Cutting Edge Conference in New Orleans and he was sitting on a bar stool as I was leaving and he looked at me and said, where are we gonna be this year? Right. And I said, I'll see you in Cancun. Yeah. He was always someone who signed up late, so it didn't bother me that three weeks out he hadn't signed up. Yeah. But then when I found out that he passed away, it killed me. I he was understand. one of the greatest lawyers and givers of all time. Gotcha. If you could invite people or just tell people, uh, you know, who should come to this conference? This is an entertainment, sports, and intellectual property conference. And so... Are you looking for young lawyers that might want to network with some heavy hitters? Sarah, we are very homogenous. And that really means to me that we have older lawyers who have more money than time. We have younger lawyers who have more time than money. And who do you learn from? You learn from everyone. And we want the younger lawyers here one of the reasons we give several scholarships so that we have the law students here who become extremely involved. As an example, my associate, Jonathan Ellen, was a scholarship winner here eight years ago. And in January of this year, my longtime associate, John Lee, decided she wanted to go off on her own. We're still very close friends. Right. And I found, or Jonathan found me and I hired him. And there it goes, and the cycle continues. The relationships. It's all about relationships. and It's never about who you know. It's always about who knows you and what they think of you. On that note, this is the North American Law Summit 2019, Cancun, Mexico. And we hope to see you guys here next year. Take a chance, come, and meet some unbelievably talented people. What do you got on, on closing, Mr. Cohen? Everybody calls me Daryl as well. You know I don't like the Mr. thing. I used to say that was my dad. But on closing is, you are delightful. I'm delighted to be here. And I'm 
so happy that our family is here. Yeah. And when I say our family, I'm talking about all of the attendees to the conference. Next year, we'll likely be in Costa Rica at or about the same time. Come and have a great time. Come and learn. And Sarah, in closing, when we started this in the late 80s, I had I was vice chair of the entertainment and sports law section of the Georgia Bar. Another gentleman was chair, and he looked at me, and he was not the easiest person to deal with. And he looked at me, and he said, well, why are we doing this conference? Are we going to go to learn or have a good time? And I had my best SEG on, which is shit-eating grin. And I looked at him, and my response was, they are not mutually exclusive. Hello. And to this day, we have proven they are not mutually exclusive. Darn tootin'. We are girls on film, and we are out. Legal happens to be on my side. Now, I happen to have a lawyer acquaintance downtown. Now, all I got to do is call this lawyer acquaintance of mine. Oh, whoa, whoa, what? An actor. Another goddamn actor. I happen to have a lawyer acquaintance right out of Streetcar Named Desire. Stanley Kowalski and Summer Stock, right? Wrong. Chicago in the dead of winter. Three and a half months at the Drury Lane Theater. Ask an actor a question, he gives you his credits. You want to hear the reviews Elliot Garfield brings to Kowalski dimensions that even Brando had not investigated? Terrific! You write beautifully. Aren't you a little short to play Stanley? Mr. Kennelly, I've been looking at your bio, and you are incredibly accomplished. I'm just going to list a couple of things. You're a general counsel. You're the conference chairman, where we're where we are right now, right. North American Law Summit, which I want to jump back to. You are a frequent lecturer. You are an expert in intellectual property. You've been a judge. Correct. Okay. That was a lot of fun. Amazing. Professor. Right. Love the professors. Litigation, corporate, private practice, board member, keynote speaker, and entertainment law. Right. You're, you're busy. I try to keep that way. You are, you are busy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And father of a 10-year-old. that And father has a, of Connor. Has a very demanding soccer practice. So you're a soccer dad. Yes. Are you a coach? Have you ever been a coach? I was a coach when he was younger. That was nice. Uh, but he's a little more advanced than that. So he might be playing with Atlanta United at some point, you think? Probably not. That's pretty tough. You never know. You never know. I would love to hear about um, your commitment to this uh, to this summit, which one of the things that I've been hearing from attendees over and over and over again is that they come because they have built amazing relationships and they want to grow more. Uh, how have you created that atmosphere? Well, it's not easy to achieve in a conference. Well, I certainly didn't build the ship. Uh, this is one of them that Daryl kind of, he started this conference, I guess, about 30 years ago. That's a good friend, Daryl Cohen, everybody. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then I came on this in 1998 and I've been chairing all the academic portions you've, of you've it. You've been helping for 20, 20 plus, 21 years now. Yeah. Okay. And so I think maybe, maybe you have shaped it a little bit. Right. It, it's changed quite Being a bit humble. since I've been here. It used to be just, you know, one panel at a time. Okay. So you've, one of the things you've done is you've helped expand the content for, for participants. Right. Which I think maybe has brought more people in. It has. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think is one of the highlights of this conference this time? Well, I mean, 
Cancun's wonderful, and uh, we're we're enjoying Cancun. The beach is beautiful. Yeah, this was kind of a last-minute change. We had come over here. We were originally going to Puerto Rico. Right. We came, came in here. And this right. uh, hard to complain when you're at the Ritz Carlton in exactly. Cancun. Exactly. Yep. But uh, we've we've got a wonderful family environment that we set up, and we we have a lot of people who continue to come year after year, and we expect to see them. And and you know, do I have time to be doing this? No. <laughs> but but I do it because I love it. I enjoy getting the opportunity to talk to my friends that I don't normally get to talk to. Right. If, if I'm not doing a business deal with them or I'm not in litigation with or against them, then it's kind of nice coming here and getting on the phone with them, prepping to come down here. And, yeah. And it just kind of keeps us more involved as a family. Connected, and it builds that network. Um, I've seen only a couple of panels, but... Uh, the people I've spoken to so far have said that they have gotten a lot out of them, that the content is really, really good. So you, you talking about prepping people for content, how do you, how do you do that? Do you ask them to pick some of the most difficult stuff? Are you looking at newspaper headlines? Not at all. Not, no. Okay. No. We, They're just smart people that are no, sharing. No, I, I come up with topics and oh, okay. panel topics. Okay. And, because I know most of these lawyers, yeah, and 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 I know if these lawyers know somebody else and they bring them in, that I can trust their choices. And they're bringing somebody who actually That's has great. content to deliver. Yeah, but I just come up with a topic and and I let them run with it. Understood. Yeah, get a panel, get a panel moderator. Right. They all work together. They come up with the whole direction of it. Okay. So these aren't people that need to be directed. No. Uh, I mean they're the top of their game accomplished so, accomplished right. and lawyers they're, they're absolutely at the top of their game right so, so they don't need somebody holding their hand tell us a little bit about you and what you do well my firm is you know it's a small firm we have two of us and my partner is Vinny Kumar and we work primarily in the entertainment space almost entirely in the entertainment space we okay. do a lot of business relations in the entertainment space as well we, I do litigation side and transactional, and Vinny does all transactional work. And we, this is kind of a side project. I teach down at Georgia State just as a hobby. I mean, Love Georgia State. Love it. Yeah, it's fun as a hobby. I, I teach uh, entrepreneurship and music, and I teach uh, legal aspects and music down there. It's, uh, it's fun for me. What kind of students do you get in your classes? You know, they don't have to take entertainment you know an entertainment law class but a lot of students are interested in this right now most of them that are in my class yeah. are people who want to be in the entertainment space gotcha okay and so because we have I have such a wait list to get into my class that they really offer it to the people who are in the majors uh, understood first and then if there's some space then somebody who may just think the class is real interesting I jump in after okay that, but, but most of them are people who want to be in the entertainment industry. Where do you start when you're talking to your students? Like what's what's topic number one or the first point of reference? Um, I, I like to take classes and talk about branding. They kind of get the whole oh, concept interesting. That, that this is a brand. And I kind of like to set them up and you know, talk about brands. You know, here's you know, Apple's a brand and, right. and Microsoft is a brand and right. Mercedes-Benz is a brand but then I'll kind of roll into and McDonald's is a brand and, and then I'll set them up with the same and we all know that McDonald's makes the best tasting hamburger in the world so I mean and, they and, all, and we can all agree with that and 
and and, and they sit there and they're kind of for the, right. And they yeah, sit there they and they kind of huh? they look at me. a little strange, and and finally they'll start talking and whispering to each other. And, and as I keep on pushing the hole, it's the best tasting hamburger. And then finally, one of them starts talking a little bit. And I, 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 I got if you got something to add, then add to the class. And right. I, yeah, I don't think McDonald's makes the best tasting hamburger. Or I go. Well, it's not up for debate. It's a fact. <laughs> and they're like, no, it no. is. Yeah, they're like, that's not a fact. That's your opinion. I go, no, it's a fact. Mm. And I go, are, are you saying that Usain Bolt didn't win the 100 meters? Right. It's a fact. He crossed the finish line right, first. And, right. And they're like, well, that's a little different than hamburgers. It's an opinion that you think is the best taste. I go, it's a fact. I go, they, McDonald's sells more hamburgers than anybody in the world. Trying not to laugh. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and I'm trying not to laugh. Right. right. And I'm setting them up. And, oh, I love and, it. And I go, I well, love if, you're, it. Like, if you're being Mr. Contributor, then stand up to defend your position with me. Hello. And, and, and I said, be a lawyer. Right. And then, Come on. Then they start. I go, well, it's they get because it. it's a mm. cheap hamburger. And I go, so you're saying the cost point is what makes them sell more? And I go, all right, then, okay, cost point. Yep. I go, what else? And they go, availability, and go through all these things, and marketing and advertising. And I go, I go, and it all tastes right, the same right, wherever right. you get it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying that you're saying a bad hamburger can sell more than every other hamburger in the world. And they're like, yes. And I go, all right, now let's talk about the music industry. Ooh, okay. So get some I understanding that, that a great that. it doesn't just because you have a great song or a great talent doesn't mean you're gonna succeed in this world. After you get to that point, what is something that you think you uniquely share with them about uh, entertainment and music and law? That um, make, you know, you're different. What you do is different than what other lawyers do. What do I share with them? Yeah. Um, I, I guess I can share an enthusiasm with the music industry. Okay. I, I think that succeeding as an artist is almost impossible it's, it's very it's, very it's, it's competitive a, it's a lottery win yeah and and if i can get that through to them at first you guys can do whatever you want yeah you can be medical doctors you can be astronauts you're capable of doing whatever you want you want to go into the music industry that's great you got your passion but remember a passion can be a hobby also right like me teaching at georgia state right. it's a hobby um, and you know, passions and hobbies don't pay your bills Right. So if you can realize all that, but but certainly pursuing your passion to be a career, that would certainly be the first thing you want to do. But just be prepared, understand the business, and there's all different aspects of the business. That's not just being an artist. It's wow. not just being a producer, but there's lawyers and there's marketing people and, right. and publicists. And, right. And there's a lot of different people out there that can fulfill all your needs to be in the entertainment industry. If there's a story about something you've worked on that you could share with our audience, 
that might have been a little bit different, not quite in the center, where you had to get a little creative. Could you do that? I'm sure you've done a bunch of them. Yeah. Maybe, maybe pick one. Yeah, getting creative, well, I don't know, it's, um, I've been involved in James Brown estate litigation over there and getting creative on trying to argue some of those cases. But I think probably what developed me most as an attorney that works in this industry, especially one that focuses on the business aspects, is I was general counsel for Platinum Entertainment, and that was a you know, publicly traded record company, $60 million gross record company, right. and they went through bankruptcy. But going through that bankruptcy process really gave me another opportunity to look at how the business runs. This is where you're spending too much. It doesn't matter how much you bring in. You still have to go control expenses. That You don't need giant offices. You don't need you know, fancy cars and flying first class and all these things. That you need to modify your money and just treat it like any other business. Oh, that's so interesting. That's so interesting. Tell me, um, with the, the content here at the conference... What has been the most important piece or newest development in law and music? It's streaming. The the whole world has changed. And we've we've watched it change from CDs in the 90s. Yeah. I guess even going back, kind of aging me a little bit, go back, you got vinyl and eight tracks and cassettes and CDs where the record companies want to take the music, repackage it, make you buy it again. So then yeah. all of a sudden you've got your your Beatles album on vinyl, you got your Beatles album on 8-track and your Beatles album on cassette, then you buy it again on CD. Yep. But once they put it on CD, the genie's out of the bottle. Yep. It's all digitized. And, and smart people like the Napster kids, they figured out how to just share it with all their friends. And, right. And that was the end of the world. Right. Then all of a sudden, like, well, let's set up downloads. People start buying downloads and you know, through Apple Music and and then you're thinking everything's changed and in a blink of an eye buying downloads is gone right we're in a streaming world yep yeah and, and so it's it's kind of exciting watching all that change and figuring out how are people monetizing this and 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 it's beyond how, just the music are, sales how does a young person who's who's creating original music monetize their music it, it's using the music the brand your tour brand your brand yeah and but also, it's the reverse of it. You're using your tour to brand into your music. And so it's kind of, you want people to listen to your music, get the streaming income from that. But you also want, the more people listen to your music on the stream side of it, or the right. more people are going to buy tickets to your show. Right. So it's kind of a, a nice little symbiotic relationship, but it's a it's a constant brand. Yeah. We're, we're getting a little noisy out here, so I, I want to wrap with you. But I want to ask you, who would, you know, young lawyers that are, are com- that are, you know, young graduates that are going into law, what kind of, of um, what kind of takeaways would they get if they come to this conference? Takeaway, come to this conference? The best thing about this conference is the family. It is so much easier to litigate against somebody you know, because they're not going to be rude to you. They're not going to be dishonest and I've heard like, this this is a great theme going through right. this it, yeah it, amazing it's wonderful and, and or even doing a deal yeah with somebody that you know like you know it's kind of fun doing it and you know I, I've won in since many years ago that I had one with Richard Wolf that's here and 
I was flying to I think Trinidad at the time. Okay. And I had a layover in Miami. He came and picked me up from the layover. Came and we went out and did a spa for my layover and then finished the deal while we're there. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, Amazing. So it's kind of nice like that. And he was kind of on the other side. So it really helped you do, bis- sure. do some quality business sure. because yeah. you have a relationship with these people. And not only that, these people are smart. Yeah. Sitting yeah. in these panels, you learn a lot. And, yep. and even when you feel like you know everything, and there's nobody here that does. There's not a single person here, even the smartest ones that are here, don't know everything. Right. You sit on panel, you can learn something every time. Well, I have to say that um, I have been here for three days now, and I have watched you uh, bust your butt from early in the morning to end of day and I see how much you contribute and I wanted to say thank you for letting Girls on Film podcast record. We've gotten some unbelievable interviews and have met some fantastic people like yourself and really appreciate the opportunity. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed this. Absolutely. Absolutely, sir. And, and thanks for coming down. I'm you know, so happy really to come down. You thank you. Thank you. Well, this great. was Scott Kennelly, North American Law Summit. He's out of Atlanta, Georgia. You can find him uh, online. Where can we find you online? K5law.com. K5law.com. Folks, we're girls on film. And we are out. Welcome to the real world, she said to me, condescendingly. Take a seat, take your life, plot it out in black and white. Well, I never lived the dream of the prime kings and the drama queens. I'd like to think the best of me. Still had it up my sleeve. I love to tell you, stay inside the lines. But something's better on the other side. I want to.
Just can't wait till my time 